with everybody's permission, happiest Shabbat Agadol Tuesday. Happiest Tuesday Agadol. Tuesday Tuesday Agadol. Today's shiur is dedicated to Lunin Shmat Shalom Ben Eliyahu. Shalom Ben Eliyahu. Zerubavel Ben Gabriel Tziviah Bat Mashiach. Tamar Bat Mashiach. Yosef Ben Nisan. Niora Bat Yitzchak. Benjamin Ben Yitzchak. Yehuda Ben David. Yehuda Ben David. Rinat Malka Badan. Shimon Ben Mishael. Yitzchak Ben Shalom. Yaakov Ben Moshe. Mashiach Ben Yisachar Ruach Hashem Tinechen Oganen Oso Further Refua Shalema Rachel Bar Chana Shemuel Ben Rachel Esther Bar Chana Dan Ben Esther Yosef Ben Yafa Yehuda Ben Esther Nisan Ben Chana Ena Rafan Alahem So we're learning uh, the Magid of the Haggadah We just finished Amar Bielazar Ben Azariah Baruch HaMakom We're up to the four sons So it opens up Baruch HaMakom Baruch Hu Baruch Shanadat Torah Lamo Yisrael Baruch Hu Kind of like a bracha to yes. start this. It's like an introduction. Blessed be Hashem who gave the Torah to, to the Jewish people. And the Torah gives us the formula of how we should answer our children. So, The Torah spoke about four different kinds of children. This is, of course, a drasha. It's not saying pshat, that the Torah actually spoke about four, different, four different kinds of sons, but Chachamim, in their wisdom and in their understanding, gave us the formula that your child is going to ask, Manishana Halayla is going to ask, what's going on? How is tonight different than all nights? Well, know your son. Which kind of and, son it is? Well, know what kind of son you have and know how to speak to him and know how to answer him. Because if if you wanted to teach physics to a child, well, you know, if, if, you, if, you, if you teach physics at the level that you teach it to 11th grader and you, you try to teach it the same way to a third grader... It's not going to wait to his head. They're going to have no idea what, what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm lost. So you have to know your child and where your child is and answer according to and speak on their level and speak to their level. So, so this is what Kineged Banim So Chachamim said, when you do the mitzvah of Haggadah, it's the same thing. It's not something that you know you could take just one curriculum and say we're going to put yeah, these, these exact words is what we're going to to give. You have to adjust it for your table. You have to adjust it to make it fit and who, understandable for, who is, who is in front for, of you. for the people who are in front yes, of you. Yes, exactly. So these are so even these they're examples. They're examples of four children. So. Four, Echad Chacham, one, and, and there, there's millions of Divir Torah and these beautiful Divir Torah and these four, four children and how to understand them, what we can say about them, what we can learn. So Echad Chacham, you have one wise one, Echad Rasha, and you have a Rasha, <coughs> a wicked child. Echad Tam, and one who is simple, Echad Sheino Yodei and one who has no idea what's going on. He's lost. They're lost, they have no idea what to ask him. So, Chacham, so what does the wise one ask? What are the, the laws and the commandments that Hashem our God has commanded you? So you can understand him and answer him very straight. Give him everything. Yeah, he's asking, yeah. he wants to know, he wants to know he everything. He wants to know everything. Teach him everything. He's interested. Teach him everything from, interested. from beginning to end. And and maftirina chara pesach And the last thing that you are allowed to eat is the pe- korban pesach. The afikoman that we eat is the last thing is a is a remembrance of the korban pesach. 
Because what, what do we say when we eat the Pikoman? We're not going to get there this year yes. um, in our yeah. shiurim. <laughs> uh, when we eat the Pikoman, we say, Zecher the Korban Pesach, Hanechal al which means we eat this to remember the Korban Pesach, which was eaten when you were full. Now, the Korban Pesach had to be the last taste you had in your mouth. The last thing that you eat in your mouth was the Korban Pesach. So we eat the Pikoman, and that has to be the last taste that we have in our mouths, the last thing that we, we, we have in our mouths. After that, all we have is the, there's two cups of wine that we drink after it. There's a, so if you're going to have the desserts, this is important to know, you have desserts on, for, uh, for Shulchan Arech. You eat, you have your meal, you want to have dessert. The dessert has to be before the Afikoman. Because after the Afikoman, Afikoman has to be the, the last thing that you have. Rovadiya Yosef has a very nice shuva. Um, there are some communities where, you know, without having tea after the meal, you know, the... <laughs> the tea has to be the final taste. <laughs> the, the tea has to be the final thing. <laughs> and especially, especially the Persians. But <laughs> so after the you know, you, ha- you have to, without chai, the, the meal doesn't finish. You need, you need to have chai, chai at the end. So can somebody have chai after they have... Uh, the Afikoman, so Rovari Yosef allowed it. He said chai is okay. So it's said, it's, it's, like, drink, no, it's, it's like, like drinking no water. Yeah, just have chai. Yeah, like water. But but don't have the cakes or any of yeah, the... Don't, the don't. Uh, so what about putting uh, chocolate spread on your Afikoman? Can, you, <laughs> can you kill two birds with one stone? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. I, no, I, I never heard the question. <laughs> I never heard the question. But this is, teach him everything from the beginning to end. And the last halakha is, the last thing we eat at the center, the last food that goes in your mouth, the last thing we eat is the afikoman, uh, which uh, which reminds us of the korban pesach. The korban pesach was not their main meal; they had a korban chagiga, they had the festive meal that that they had, and that they would eat the korban pesach. Everybody would eat a little bit. Everybody at the table would eat a little bit to do the mitzvah at the end after they were already full. Now, Rasha Mahuomer, what is the so you teach him everything? Rasha Mahuomer, what does the wicked one say? Maha avoda hazod lachem. What's this work that that you guys are doing? Lachem, lachem velolo. Two opposite sides. Right, you and not him. What's this work that you are doing? Ulfi shehotzi et atzmumin akelal kafar ba'ikar. Right, he transgressed. Right, the most severe transgression, the ultimate, ultimate transgression. And what's that? He took himself out. Right? He said, you guys who, who he, he are himself. He separates himself. I, I'm not part of the, the Jewish people. Eh, what are this work that you guys are doing. So there's a very famous question that's asked over here. That the Chacham also said, etchem. If you look, it says, my, the, what are the laws that Hashem commanded etchem? He also said, "You." Yeah. What are the law? Hashem, can, right? Hashem, the Father is transmitting the. Uh, he didn't say, he's not saying commanded us. Right? He's not saying commanded us. He's saying commanded you. Right? Father because the Father has to transmit it. So the Son is asking, "What? Tell me, what did Hashem command you? Tell me, what, what's this work that you are doing?" So, so he's also saying, "You." The 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 good son. The wise son. He's also saying, "You." So, what's the difference between him and the uh, and the Rasha? So, so there's many, many answers to this question. So Rabbi Ben Chaim has uh, two very nice answers. First of all, one to know is there's actually, actually a girsa. There's a text um, in the Mechilta because this comes from the Midrashim. But in the Mechilta, where the Chacham actually says Otanu, 
He doesn't say etchem. Our text of the Haggadah has etchem. It has etchem. It has you. But there is one text of the Haggadah that's out there in the Mechilta from one of the Midrashim where the Chacham says, what are the laws that Hashem has commanded us? Where actually the Chacham says us and the Rasha says you. So the Rasha came out and, the, and, that's, why the, the, and that's why the Rasha were, were going to knock him in his teeth. But uh, there's another explanation, Rabbi Ben Chaim said, beautiful, beautiful explanation. Is look at the difference between the Chacham. The Chacham is asking details. Yes. What are the laws? laws the what are the commandments? What are uh, he's asking details? Yeah, he wants. He's really. He wants to know the details because he's interested in it. What What did Hashem command you? But what is the Rasha? See, the Rasha all he says is work. Why are you working? Why are you working? It really has no now, interest. Now, that is the ultimate sin. The ultimate sin is to say, what's this work? Why should I work? Right? Because when a person loves something, when a person really truly loves something, it's never work for them. It's never difficult for them. Right? When uh, somebody is, uh, when, when a young uh, bachelor is engaged to a girl, oh, engaged guy, just fuck in, right? <laughs> engaged, right? When his fiance asks him for something, he runs for it. He runs. No, no matter how much she is asking for. Go to no the moon and come back. Okay, yeah, I see you tomorrow. Yeah, no problem, nothing. No matter how difficult it is, no problem. But if somebody that you don't like asks you for something, or for something that's a burden on you, uh, you know, even the, excuse, the, sm- excuse. the, the smallest thing. The smallest, I have no time tonight. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, this, this, the smallest thing. Order something for me on Amazon. It, it takes you two buttons to, to click it. No, it's difficult, you know, until, uh, until I can take it out of my pocket and until I can, <laughs> I'll take care of it another day. Even the even the simplest work becomes difficult. So what is the Rasha sin over here? What is the Rasha sin? The Rasha is that he calls it avodah. And he he sees it. Yeah, yeah, he sees his mother. Why are you doing? It? Why are you cleaning the house for Pesach? Why why are you working so hard to make matzot and to make the wine and to uh, and to prepare the house? I don't know. Why are you doing all this work? Someone who does it with love, they say, well, we, it's our zikhut, it's our honor, we do it for Hashem, because we love God, because we love Hashem, it's our zikhut to do this work. You don't even, you don't feel the pain, you don't feel the pressure, you don't feel the, the because you're in love, because you love it. But the rasha looks and says, oh, well, why, would you, why would you work? Why? It shows already he doesn't want it. The Chacham is also recognizing Hashem already. He uses the term Hashem. Yes, uh, of course. Yeah, the Chacham is, you know, just like um, Yaakov and Esav. That uh, when Yaakov uh, comes and uh, and his father asks him, you yeah, know, how did you get here so fast? He cried, Hashem, Elohecha lefanai. Ah, Hashem helped it happen. I found the animal fast and I brought him to you. And he says, oh, hold on a second. Wait. It's not the language. It's not the language. doesn't sound like Esav. Yeah, it's not the language of Esav. Esav doesn't have God on in his, in his mouth. But yeah, the, the Chacham uses the name Hashem. The Rasha doesn't use. He just says, what's his work that, that you're doing? So, Kafar Ba'ikar. Af et shinav Blunt his teeth. And tell him, You know what? Hashem saved me from Egypt. God saved us from Egypt. Because we loved, we loved God. 
right? The Jewish people had to put their lives at risk. You realize this, the Jewish people in Egypt had to put their lives at risk in order to leave Mitzrayim. When Hashem said, do the Korban Pesach and put the blood on the mezuzot, right, they were actively taking the God of Egypt, the God of the Egyptians. Yes. They were slaughtering the, yes. the God of... In front of the Egyptians. Again, again imagine just you know, taking a cow in the middle of India and going slaughtering a cow in the middle, in, in the middle, of, in the middle of all of the Indians. The, the Jews, and the whole night, yeah, yeah, and the whole night, and ro roast it for everybody to smell. Smell it. And, uh, you're doing the barbecue. It, it's the ultimate. You know, we have no fear. We have no. But they had to put their lives at risk for it. That's why it's called Shabbat Agadol. Okay, because the Jews had to put. So I, I put my life at risk for this, says the father. My grandparents put their lives at risk for this. So, and you understand, you don't want to do the work. So, but leave it alone, alone, me and not you. If you were there with that attitude, you know, you would have died in Egypt. <laughs> you would have died in Egypt. And literally, the Midrash says that there were many Jews who were, did not want to leave Egypt who were comfortable where they were and they did not want to leave Egypt, they died during Makar Khosha. Two-thirds two two third of the Jews. Two, maybe two-thirds, maybe four-fifths even of the Jews. Bachamushim alu b'nei Yisrael The Midrash says that one-fifth of the Jews left Egypt. Wow. Four-fifths. Wow. Four fifths died during Makar Khosha, during the yes. plague. So that nobody sees that the, the Yeah, a very large amount of Jews. Why? Because the during the plague of the darkness, so that the Egyptians wouldn't see. Um, and they were buried during the plague of the darkness. Why? Because they didn't want to leave. They didn't. Yeah, we're comfortable here. Well, the country's good. Mitzrayim is good. We don't. We don't need to leave Mitzrayim. So ilu ayasham. If you would have been there, lo yanigal. Right. Sometimes, sometimes, being a Jew takes sacrifice. Sure. Not sometimes. We all, all, we the all time. have to know. No, all, all the time. time. <laughs> but we have to educate our children to this. That, that to be a Jew, it's, it's, it's not just uh, everything doesn't go easy. It doesn't go easy all the time. Right? It takes sacrifice. This is part of who you we mean, are. Uh, Jews were like 30 million? 20 million? Jew, no, Jews. Three million. Were, no? And th no, 3 million possibly who left. So that means 15 million. 15 yes. million. But, 15 million. Four fifths. There are many. Uh, yeah. 15 million. Five yes. times. It's, it's so five, five times the three million. 15 wow. million, yeah. F about 15 wow. million. It doesn't say for no reason. The Shemot says that they had many, 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 many children yeah. uh, in Mitzrayim. Pharaoh was so very scared. Over the generations, it multiplied. So, Tam, Ma'omer. So then you have another ty type of son who's very simple, who's not a Rasha, Ma'omer. What does he say? Mazot. Yeah, he's just similar. What is this? <laughs> Wait, what, what, what's, what, going what, what, what's going on? What's going on? What, what, what's going morning. on tonight? Good morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> here, here, maybe he's a bit of a younger child. Maybe Probably he's about three years old, four years old. With a mighty hand, Hashem took us out of Egypt. Why? Because a simple child, okay, you can't teach him laws. He's yes. not going to get all of the laws. If you have a smart child or you have a wise child, Every detail is interesting to him. You know, the, he wants to know law. You build a society with law. What was transmitted to you boundaries. about what we should do? But the Tom, what does he want? He just wants to hear something cool. Yes. 
Look, let me show you everything uh, that we're doing tonight. This is why Hashem took us out of Egypt so that we could be together on this night. They say a very, uh, very famous thing from the Rabbi Milubavitch, the Lubavitch Rabbi, that he said that nowadays there's a fifth son. We have four sons in the Haggadah, there's a fifth son. The fifth son is the son that doesn't come to the Seder. Wow. He doesn't come to the Haggadah. Uh, the fifth child, he says, is the most important. The yes, fifth child doesn't, doesn't even come to the Seder. And you have to go out and you have to bring, bring him to, to the Seder. Because the future is in their hands. <laughs> <laughs> when your future is in their hands. Thank you, Rabbi. When I read the text, I'm like, the future, the future is in their hands. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you. Happiest.